And I figure, since this is the historic 400th episode of After Dark, that it should get its own special acknowledgement here at the beginning. Hey, we've done 400 of these. Yeah, let's not break our arms patting ourselves on the back, Joe. Right, exactly. Oh, I think I just broke my arm. <laughs> if I was paying more close more close attention and did my gazintas, um, I think it would have been like seven, six, seven weeks ago would have been like our one one thousandth episode of doing a podcast, but then I really would have had to dig in. To right. get the right number, but hey, you know, 400 of these, hey. Yeah, and then 600 and some of the regular show. Right, right. So we're, we're, yeah. and you know what, Joe? I almost have it down. Almost? Almost, almost. So, you know, you're going to try, going to try less hard, you know? Right, just let it be natural. Loose. I mean, you can't see me shaking it out, Joe. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad I don't. Yeah, no. I was thinking of a lot of ideas. I was thinking about maybe doing like a video version of this one day, right? Putting up on the YouTubes or something. Oh yeah, that would be great. But I don't know if anybody wants to see me. I've said this before. I don't even want to see me. All the mirrors in my house are covered with tinfoil, like a vampire's house. Right. So we've we and we've also discussed this, you know, back when I used to leave the house for work and stuff, and I would leave (laughs) the house like. With shit all over me or something. Schmutz. Uh, and like I'd eventually, like, and then I get to work and somebody will point it out to me. And I'm like, oh, I've been walking around for like hours with like, I don't know, like a piece of shit on my face or something. Or like <laughs> yeah. a big like glob of goop on my shirt. And I, I'd say something to April. I'm like, I don't look at myself when I leave the house. I don't look at myself, period. I go, you know. <laughs> I avert my eyes. Sometimes you have to double check me to make sure that I'm not embarrassing <laughs> you by leaving the house, you know? Well, aren't you embarrassing her just by leaving the house? I'm just I I think I'm embarrassing her uh in general all the time. Right. Wow. That's our jobs as men, so That's true. That's true. What? So what have you been up to this weekend? Um well, I uh, fighting off ants, but I think I won, and not uncles and ants. Aunts. Yeah, like ants in the yard. Oh, in the yard. Yeah, they started. Well, they started climbing the walls, and they were like poking their heads in. So I ended up getting a bunch of those, uh, like little things that they walk into. They eat whatever. They take it back to the hive. Ant and traps. Yeah, they're not. Well, they're called. They. I guess they're called ant traps. I thought they were like bait stands or something like that. Mm. Um, is the official name and has like some some liquid in them now, and they took it and I got them a couple days ago and they they went. We've had trouble here over the years. Like we won't have ants for the longest time, and then like they'll build a nest in the yard close to the house, and then they'll come in. I'll have to go out and my you know do the boiling water trick and get some ant. Uh, st- uh, traps and they go away but that's the one thing that i did this week and sprinkle stuff in the yard um so i'm happy that seems to be working and the other thing that i did was uh went with the uh fancy gentleman to uh comic con in new jersey right the garden state comic fest yes it's not a con they don't want to get sued they're a fest which is much better mm-hmm. um in an ice rink which was nice so it was nice and cold uh, yes and no. Here's the thing. Okay, so we get there. And w- first of all, I was thinking about paying this. Uh, I paid the sucker's premium 
Saturday for buying my tickets that day. They're like, oh, if you buy them online the day be up to the midnight the day before, it's five dollars cheaper. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I went to see uh, Thor: Love and Thunder the night before. So I, by the time I got home, I forgot to do it. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna pay the uh, you know the the regular price, extra five. And I ended up buying Adam's ticket because he drove. So I was like, ah, for gas, whatever. Here's your your ticket, you know. And I get up and I'm like, where do we go for tickets? And I'm like, they're like right there. And there's a long line, like long line outside at, we got there shortly before it opened. Um, and as it's open, I'm going up for my tickets. I'm like, oh, that line over there. And I didn't know if it was for something like meeting some like Tiffany or whatever, because she was there. Uh, and I go up and I get my tickets. I'm like, all right, how much? They give them to me. And they got the little wristbands. I give Adam his, I put mine on, he puts his on. And I'm like, now what? And they're like, oh, you can go in. I'm like, well, what's that line for? And they're like, that's the line for everybody who paid in advance and saved a dollar. Now we have to check all their credentials as they're coming in. And I'm like, well, that's bullshit. I'm glad I could just go in. Like they prepaid and I'm in before all of them, except the VIP people who like, you know, got in an hour or half hour early. So that was cool. But then you go in and they have two rooms. One was called the hero room. And then the other one was called the villain room, which whatever, that's cool. You go in the hero one. And it's where if they're playing hockey or whatever, they have bleachers and they have a bunch of people in it and, uh, you know, tables and vendors. And you're like, okay, this is an ice rink, but it's not being used. So I'm in there and I walk all the way around and me and Adam split up and I'm like, okay, now I'm going to go like, you know, oh, it's getting hot in here. I'm like, it's really hot. I'm going to go over in the villains room. I go over to the villains room and the villains room is, I guess, where like they trade that you can ice skate and like they do stuff, whatever hockey. It's, it's a much smaller room. Doesn't have bleachers, but there's actual ice under your feet with these things, these blocks that they put in that have like grooves. So they, they don't move if you get my meaning. Yeah. So it's literally 30 degrees cooler in this room. I mean, it's you're standing on ice with these insulated things. I was in my glory in the villain room, Joe. I was like, oh, it's I could lay down on the floor in here. It's so cool. So that yes, one of them was actually on top of ice with a buffer. No, no hockey people there. There was no like. Obviously, it was an off day, so they could have the comic book convention. It wasn't like, oh, we got to be out of here by. We got to close by X so that the uh, Rangers can play the Avalanche or those right, the Canucks teams? or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, there wasn't that. So it was set up and they were going to be there the next day. So all that was done. Um, I got in. I was and I was there for to meet a certain artist and get a piece. And there was like a whole bunch of like weird like uh, talk. Like I was DMing him in, in tweets. Like I was like, what do I got to do? He's like, oh, these are my price list. What do you want? I told him the character. I told him what, what size I wanted because he had different sizes. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, do you want money? He's like, no, I'd rather cash. No, no, no PayPal. He's like, just come to the show. We'll get you done. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, well, I only have like, you know, because I knew me and Adam weren't staying the whole day. Like even, I've been to this con before. And it was that now when, last time I was there, they didn't have the villain room set up. So I, I thought it would be even smaller. I'm like, there's no way I'm staying today. So I'm like, do you? I'm only gonna be there a half a day. I don't like. I don't know how fast I is. This is a problem. He's like, no, no problem. So we get there. I'm like, all right. I'm going straight to him so he could start my piece so he can get it done and be done. I walk up. I'm like, oh, 
he told me to get here early, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, so you can get what you want. And I'm like, oh, I want this character. Uh, and he's like, oh, I did that already. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I just do pre-done pieces. You know, if you didn't show up, it would go with the 10, 15 other pre-done pieces I have and I'd sell it. And I'm like, okay. He's like, here you go. I walk up to Adam. I'm like, I'm ready to leave whenever you are. <laughs> he's like, I want to look around. I said, I am too. But, I, uh, I assume, not to interrupt you, but I assumed when you were contacting this guy ahead of time. Mm-hmm on the social medias, uh, that he was going to have that thing done for you before he even got to the convention. Uh, really? I, I, as soon as you were telling me that, I'm like, oh, I don't even know who this artist is. You even told me. I'm sure it was um, whatever is going to be mentioned for the Todd's Art Attack. Uh, not this, not the one we just did, but next week. Cause I don't, and you don't want to give it away I, just yet? Right, I don't want to lay them all okay. out. You know what I mean? Um, but if, I, if you're going, if he's going through... The process of actually speaking to you ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so I'll, I'll throw this caveat in, in there. Looking at the guest list, I knew Kevin McGuire wasn't going to be in there, and I knew it wasn't him. Right. And I know how he is. Bad. Yeah. So I assumed whoever this person is, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt that they were not Kevin McGuire. And if they're going through the trouble, like I said, of getting in touch with you ahead of time, working out who you want on what sort of paper, what size, how much, how the transaction's going to go down. Mm-hmm. That like, I don't know what his day job is, but I'm assuming that his day job is making those drawings. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So that, and then it I all... that he has the backup plan. It's like, yeah, if you stiff me, it was going to just go in with the other like 15 or 20 ones that I got stiffed on in the past. Oh, you mean with Kevin? No, with this guy. Oh, this guy. I, I've never now. To tell you the truth, I'm all caught up. No one now. I wouldn't say no one owes me doesn't owe me art, but no one uh, owes me art that isn't uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like up to like up to date and in contact. You know what I mean? Right. And it's not more than a year, if that makes any sense, on whatever needs to be done. So, but this guy, like I said, yeah, it kind of shocked me because I thought he would do it that way, like prepay, like he'd want me to prepay which a lot of them do if they're going to have it done in advance so I don't, you know, screw them over. But that being said, uh, it all worked out, got it done fast, and we were able to walk around the show. I almost bought a figure that I wanted. Uh, it was a Marvel Legends, but uh, the guy was like, oh, like, I'm like, how much for the Marvel Legends? I'm like, are they, like, in this long, this this section of your booth. I'm like, are they all the same? Or like, do you have them priced as Mark? He's like, no, they're all the, they're all the same. They're priced to move. I'm having a sale on all those Marvel legends, $30 a piece. And I'm like, that's not a sale. That's a markup. I can go get those off of, you know, I can go get the one I want right now off of Amazon for like $6 cheaper and free shipping. Okay. Or, and I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not happening. Or actually, someone talked me out of it. So, and I like. I wonder who that could have been. Uh, It was probably a stranger. It was Uh a stranger. So, um, that was pretty much the only thing that I had interested in. I went looking for back issues, and it was funny because Adam was with me occasionally, and I'd come up to a table and I'd stick my, I'd start rummaging through with my fingers, and I'm like, they've broken my rule. And the first time Adam's like, what rule? I said. You ain't in alphabetical order. I don't even stop to look. He's like, oh, okay. So we go to another table. I'm like, they broke my rule. He's like, alphabetical order. I'm like, yep. And we went to a couple and I'm like, eh, there was nothing really 
Like there was only one or two good booths that had everything in order and everything, but everything literally is 1990 to like now, like the yeah. new, like mostly new stuff. And I'm like, it, it, new stuff now, I would have had it. And 90 stuff, I was collecting then. So like, I don't need it. So nobody had any good older books, which what I was looking for was all-star Westerns, uh, and weird Western tales from the seventies and eighties and nobody had any Western books. So that's crazy because usually at a, at a convention, there'll always be like that one straggler who just has old books. It's just like fifties, sixties and seventies is all I have. You know, you know what this, this was imagine the Scranton con with retailers, Mm -hmm. but on a bigger venue. Okay. And then having some decent, ta- like if you have Walt Simonson and Scott Collins and Bart Sears, at least you have, you know what I mean? You have three yeah. names right off the bat. And Tom Mandrake, four names. Louis Simonson, five names. I was like, okay, the talent's there. But the retailers were all the same. They're the type of like, my stuff's good and I want top dollar for it. And I'm like, you have quarter books and you have m- today's books, like. I can go get those from a comic shop right now. So I'm good. So we stayed about, I don't know, maybe two hours. Um, Adam like really looked around. He was, he was looking for stuff. And then we uh, ski-daddled on our way home. And we decided to uh, comic safari and doll safari along the way home. So, Well, a- Adam can tell the tales of his doll safaris over on Ad Odds this week. Right. But, but I, you guys, you guys stopped at like random comic shops on the way home. Yes, we stopped at. I'm gonna say either way. One, uh, we stopped at. Uh, like I said, he'll tell this. Like all the like Targets and WalMarts along the way, and then there was a toy shop along the way. And one, I want to say, was there two comic shops? Two comic shops along the way. Well, at least definitely one. But we stopped in this place called the Toy Chest, which was interesting. Which was a house. It was literally a house, but in a ma- like I will say this, an immaculate house, like nicer than like my like brand new painted, <laughs> beautiful rugs. Like, but the house from front to back to upstairs was all toys, and it was in Hope, New Jersey. And so I'm like walking through the door, and I'm like, I wonder if this guy's gonna know the hundred dollar Vansky and Fig Daddy Cooler coming to look around. Right? <laughs> So he was like, oh, what are you doing? What are you looking for? And I'm like, ah, I'm just looking. And he tried like really talking to us. And he was like super Jersey and then a little bit, a little bit pushy. And like when we left, we were like, yeah, like you have all new figures, but no like older stuff or classic stuff or anything like a a little bit. You just have a little bit. Um, And we're like, nah, there's nothing really here for us. But we're lucky we made it because he's going on summer hiatus for two to three weeks so the next day he was not going to be open so we just made it you just made it to look at his nothing yes like there was nothing that i was interested in um and he was asking me what i liked and i was like oh i like NECA figures that are only the mirage turtles he had no idea what i was talking about but i narrowed it down enough so he wasn't going to hassle me and Adam was no selling him the whole time. Like, I don't even want to, t- like, I'm looking, don't even acknowledge me because there's nothing here that I want and I don't feel like small chit chat. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to throw Adam under the bus and say he's the, you know, he's the big toy collector. 
Um, so we left, but I like, I like the idea of the shop, if that makes any sense, um, that he, he's trying and it was kind of cool. So I like that. And then we stopped, I can't remember if it was one or two, but I will say this stopping at those two comic shops made me realize how spoiled me and you are, Joe. Uh huh. Um, I walked into these comic shops and now I know. That, like, if I ever do go safariing ever again, that I do not need to stop at these two shops. Because especially the one was as big as Dave's toy room at the biggest. Okay. And it had only shelves with new stuff, a couple of toys. I was like, oh, there's a there's a Starlight figure here from, from the boys that I'm interested in. But I didn't buy it because they didn't have the Homelander one. And they were there was gaming in the back with tables and you couldn't get down all the rows because of the gamers. Gotcha. And then, uh, I'm just going to say it, it smelled like farts in the back of the, the shop. They were, <laughs> and it, they were the game. I was like, I walked back. I'm like, did somebody shit themselves back here? Oh. And I'm like, I'm going. And the guy's like, do you need anything? I'm like, no, I was looking for back issues. And you don't like, you don't have a back issue that I want. He had three, four short boxes outside of back yeah. issues. But once again, they were, uh whatever uh x amount of uh like they were books from like the last two years yes or five years at the most i was like i don't want any of this and i got to hear one of the things that i love in any comic shop even though it was a small one hey is this free and i laughed at that i was like nobody said i still got them in the plastic so that happened so like we left there adam was maybe gonna buy a funko but uh, it wasn't on his I, I needed it badly list so or whatever his rules are. I don't know. So we left that one and we uh, kind of went to another one and it was the same way. But it didn't smell of farts. Um, and then we went home. And I was just like, thank God we have a shop. You know, like he doesn't have all the back issues in the world, but he's he's got something. And I can I can move around and there isn't people stinking up the joint often, you know. Well, I think that's the um, decision that our store made that a a lot of the other stores that have come and gone in our area is that our, you know, our, uh, our store just recently, and I say recently, has kind of expanded that toy section when he got the more room. Like, he's always had toys, but now he's got, like, a whole toy section, right? Right. But there's no gaming. At hit at at our our shop, you know. Other than you can order gaming supplies that Diamond has, right? You can order stuff, and nope. even was that? I was gonna say, and occasionally he'll stock like what you would call what he, impulse buys at the counter. Like he's <laughs> like, here's here's a box of magic cards. You know, what well, I mean? like there's always been the one box of magic cards, always, right? Right. And in the last like two months. There's the box of magic cards and the box of Pokemon cards. Right. How do I know? Because if my kid comes with me, he's like, oh, dad, can I get a pick of Pokemon cards? And I'm like, yeah, they're on the bag. You know? He's got you. He's got me. But so there's very little gaming displayed and there's no gaming taking place in the shop. And he's always had that stance because he knows what it does. It doesn't help you. Well... Uh, So I could could make the argument that it's good to diversify, Mm -hmm. but I would say that Dave's longevity and outlasting everyone else, and they all had gaming happening at their stores, Mm -hmm. and Dave 
has not had gaming ever happen at any of his stores, and he's the last one standing, that the proof is there that Dave is right. Right. Well, I, I've always said this. You know, I will not, you know, you know our sh- the shop we go to, Comics on the Green, like, they knew what they were doing. They didn't just diversify. Like, like you said, like, I'll dabble. I'll be like, I'll get you what you want. But uh, that's how, like, focus on what you're good at and like what you'll do. And he focused on the comics. I always, I always was like, that was a good idea. Um, I remember around the corner, once again, this one didn't smell like farts, but uh, the one that was like in the hipster section of Scranton over by the bog in the barber shop, uh, it had, they had a, they had a gamer there that I found out later that they have a candle for when he comes in to burn it. Cause he stunk. Uh-huh. And I was like, he has his own candle. Like, all right, you know, there's a couple people who've come in the shop who buy comics, and, you know, maybe they, they're not the most, you know, nice-smelling people in the world. But, like, they, you're also not hanging out and, and staying. And the other thing is, like, oh, well, they say you can have these gaming people and you could say, like, you, you can have your gaming night, but you have to buy my cards that night or do whatever. Yeah, that's all great. But when you have, a, like, a dedicated gaming store 10 miles away in Dixon... Don't try to compete with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do what you do. They'll do what they do. And I, I don't know. I haven't been in that gaming store since, all joking aside, we started this podcast. Because I went to see you one night in there right. um, while you were doing Hero Clicks to talk about the podcast. And I don't know. Maybe they dabble in comics. And that's good for them. Yeah. it's it's There are a lot of new releases stuff. Mm-hmm. And little to no back issue stuff. Well, that's, there you go. Yeah, you know, I remember when. But that's the like, thing; they're not there anymore. They're done. No, there's still a gaming store there. Where the one on, on Main Street in Dixon? Okay, okay, th- okay. So that one, I was thinking of, the, uh, of another one. <sighs> okay. Um. So we were going there to play Pokemon pre-pandemic, right? And then during the pandemic, there was some unpleasantness that happened at that store. I heard rumors, but so I don't know if that store is still there, but they did lose a good chunk of their clientele. Okay. We'll discuss off there. Cause I ain't going to, I ain't getting sued over discussion. You know I mean? yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying that the, the, there was a bunch of different groups. They did most like as much as they did like Pokemon or magic or whatever it is. Like their big money was like Warhammer. Mm-hmm. And then there was some sort of something that happened with the Warhammer people and all the Warhammer people left. And then that sowed the seeds of dissent of like, well, if all the Warhammer people left, then maybe there's something wrong with the store. And like kind of everybody else went to different, like the magic people went over here. The Pokemon people went over here. The D&D people went over there. Right. Whatever. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we have a decent comic shop. And I basically, other than the piece of art, I struck out on everything. I don't think Adam, well, he'll tell you about his stories along the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get Adam's information from Adam. I'll leave yep. you alone. Not you, you. You don't need to tell me Adam's stories. Right. Uh, so I'm uh, home alone, <gasps> just like the little boy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, April and Asa are camping from right. Sunday. Of this week to I think they come home Friday afternoon. Okay. Uh, so you know it's just been me 
here by myself. Uh, you know, uh, I'm lonely, but I have time to do whatever I want. You know, it's a good lonely. It's a good lonely because you know it's not going to be forever, right? Um, and I, you, I, I was using this time of not having human interaction to to uh, watch the uh, current season of Stranger Things. Mm, are you enjoying it? Okay, so I'm up to episode four. I literally almost finished it before we started recording. <laughs> right. As I lamented to uh, Todd, I had canceled my Netflix subscription because we were watching less and less stuff on Netflix. Right. So I had to acquire Stranger Things by legal means, I assure you. Sure. And you pull up the you pull up the episode and the episode says like an hour 17, an hour seven, an hour this, an hour that. And I know the season finale is like six hours long or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm so used to watching stuff like The Boys or any of the Disney Plus shows where, like, Miss Marvel this week, it says it's, like, 41 minutes. But it's actually only, like, 34 minutes because there's, like, seven minutes of credits at the end. Right. (laughs) Whereas with the episodes of Stranger Things, if it says an hour 17, it's an hour 16.20 of content, you know? Mm -hmm. They're not fucking around. They're, like, getting in as much as they can. Uh, there was no editing with this season. It was nine episodes at an hour plus each episode, and then the last two episodes are two hours plus. So if I do my gazintas correctly, that's seven. Let's round that up to eight. That's over 12 hours of a TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, crammed into nine episodes or whatever it is. Uh, so my thoughts so far is I like it because I like the previous seasons, you know. Right. Um. And again, I I I I'm not gonna give too many spoilers, but I did a good job of avoiding much of this. Right. Like I'll just say, and I feel comfortable in saying this. So you would see like teaser clips or a trailer or whatever it is. And you would see the bit. And I knew nothing about the season going in. I didn't read nothing. I didn't follow nothing. I knew nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit in the trailer where uh, Max like floats up into the sky, you know? Right, right. And I see that in the trailer and I'm like postulating I'm like, oh, is that like, does she have powers or something? Right? Right. And I get to the episode four where I see what's going on with that. I'm like, ah, she doesn't have powers. Right? Right. Um. I like Max a lot. Max and Dustin are probably still my two favorite characters um, in the show. Right. Uh, Is it Steve who is like the weird stoner guy that has like all a bunch of real world problems? Uh, He's the one who's hanging out with the pizza guy. Yes. Okay. I think it is Steve. I forget the... I forget him. Both of the ones that dated What's-Her-Face are the... I forget the the names, but go Yeah. So he's looking rough. Mm-hmm. Um, for new characters, I don't like the stoner pizza guy because it's very obviously a wig. And Brochachos! It's a re- and it's a really bad wig. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the, like, what's the, uh, Eddie, what's his Munson. name? Eddie Munson, named after Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Munson. Um, so... 
I think, and I, didn't, I, I don't know who the actor is. I didn't look up who he was or whatever. Um, I think he's too cute to be playing, like, the freak nerd weirdo of the town. You mean the heavy metal guy? Yeah. Like, he's too cute. He's too cute for you, you know? Right. Uh, they should have just got someone who's, like, a little bit more weirder. Like, the rest of the cast, except for Lucas, like, the male cast, all look like weirdos. They look like nerds. They look like losers. Um, mm-hmm. Lucas has really grown into himself. He's a very uh, attractive young man. Yep. Um, I like his subplot, and my biggest problem with the show, and this is my problem with, like, pretty much all 80s-themed media, whether it's, like, throwback media like this, or stuff that actually happened in the 80s and we were supposed to consume it at that time, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's the bit at the roller rink with Eleven, okay? Yeah. Where uh, the bad girl and her crew stage an elaborate thing with employees of the sh- of the of the roller rink they're involved okay right where they get a whole thing and they isolate her on the, on the thing and they like physically assault her multiple times mm-hmm. like they push her down and they're tripping her and they're throwing shit on her right and they're videotaping it as well so there's all video proof of this. 1986 video proof of this. And then, okay, maybe Elle crossed the line by jamming a skate into the girl's face. Right. I would like to think that she was playing tribute to her favorite Don Rickles joke of put skates on your face and skate. Right. Um, but she, like... Gave her a grade two concussion and literally ripped a hole that was like two inches deep in her head. Yep. And, okay, so that's retaliation. That's very clearly what, you know, maybe, like I said, Elle took it too far. But then this girl takes it too far and Elle just gets arrested. Like, Mm -hmm. they just come and arrest a minor. We have a warrant for this minor's, uh, you know, whatever. And, like, obviously they're all stupid kids, and, like, it's a thing where, like, oh, if I just talk to my friends, we could figure this out, but and then it won't be nine episodes long and an hour plus each with a two-and-a-half-hour season finale. But, like, adults do that in The Flash, and that's kind of why I got sick of The Flash, you know? Right. We're all supposed to be friends, and we're all supposed to share whatever it is. And granted, by the time it gets to episode four, and, like, will... And, uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Mike. Will and Mike are kind of sharing and talking about everything and, like, letting their feelings be known. And then Lucas and Max get to have their moments. And that's kind of, like, what helps Max a little bit. Um, and obviously you have to have that establishing stuff. But always those scenes, watching them now as an adult, watching those scenes in 80s movies or 80s-themed stuff, just pisses me off so much. Because that's just as unrealistic as the man from our Dungeons and Dragons game is now the conduit to the upside down. I believe that more than I believe um, that somebody would have, like, nobody would have said, like, hey, bad girl orchestrated this whole thing, got the bill. Like, okay, now granted, Winona Ryder's on a fucking plane to Alaska, so there's not really much that she could do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got a whole other thing, and I don't know, like that 
that storyline's going to come back around and like fit into everything. But like right now, that seems like that could have been like, uh, like the web only series or something. That's not part of the bean series. Right. You'll get there. You'll get there. Uh, and I'll that. get there. Right. But right now it just feels like, nah, get back to the, like, get back to the fucking monsters. Right. Yeah. You need to have more fun while watching TV shows, man. You, I do. Okay, no, so- you don't. You don't. I swear to God, I think you sit on the couch, literally like Mr. Burns with your hands, you know, fingers touching, like, what am I going to rally against in this episode? I know. I, so it's not like I'm looking for things. Um, Like, we watched Goonies this weekend before April and Asa went to camp, right? Right. And I really enjoyed Goonies. It was it was a lovely movie to revisit. Um, but then there's the part at the end where, like, the kids are there, and it's like, oh, it's the last day. You know, uh, you know, you have to sign your property away, and like, we're gonna tear your houses down or whatever it is, right? And then, and I get it. I do. It's like why you're like putting this stuff over. And as like the evil dad is saying this to Sean Astin and Thanos's dad, you've got the jock son who's just there like the crony be like, yeah, yeah, you better sign it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, there's fucking five minutes left in the movie, guys. Why? You know what I mean? Like, we don't really need to hammer home that he's the jerk off, you know? Right, but then in the same moment, aren't you the one who's like, get a body bag? You love that scene, don't you? It's a funny quote. But... Oh, it's a funny quote, but it's the, oh, you're killing me. You're killing now, I, me. I, now, I will say this, to throw things into, I, and uh, listen, positive, positive, right? right. To watch the movie, the movie's a lot of fun. And then uh, on the bonus, because I have a DVD, I'm an old man. I see on the bonus features on the DVD, is the video, the Cindy Lauper Goonies video, right? You didn't have an audio tape to do the, the commentary? No, though? no. Uh, but do you remember the, the video for the Goonies thing with Cindy Lauper? No. Was that a yes or a no? No, no, I do not remember that. Did it have Lou Albano in it somewhere? Todd, not only does it have Lou Albano in it, it's got Iron Sheik, it's got Nikolai Volkov, it's got classy Freddie Blassie. It's got Wendy Richter. It's got uh, fabulous Moolah. Uh, it's got Andre the Giant. Spoilers. Uh, and it's got Roddy Piper in it. And, mm-hmm. like, you watch the first minute of this, and you have, by proxy, done whatever drugs they have done. Because uh, that's how, like, fucking just trippy it is, okay? Mm-hmm. So the video goes... And, like, Roddy Piper's there to foreclose on Cindy's family's gas station. And Cindy moves a picture, and there's a thing there, and it takes her to the underground that they're in in the Goonies, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, the, the kids are in the video, except for, like, the one girl isn't. Like, she's like, nah, I'm too good to be in a fucking music video, right? Right. And they're all just wearing, like, their normal clothes that they wore in the movie. But they all just have white Goonies t-shirts on over them. Okay. And it's filmed on the same sets that the movie was. Okay. Right. But it's probably filmed on videotape and not oh, okay. filmed. Okay. So but it looks completely different. Oh my God. And then they intercut like, you know, and that's how they would use, like, if you remember music videos for like a song that was in a movie during the musical break, you would get clips from the movie in the music video. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So you have the bit where like Roddy Piper and Iron Sheik are definitely not coked out of their mind, dancing around on like dressed as pirates on the ship. And then we intercut to scenes from the movie, and then we see the ship, and we see the thing where the water rushes through, and we see this, and them going down the slide, and everything else like that. And then we cut back to the video, and like, here's all those same things that we just saw in those clips of the movie, and everything just looks off because it's shot, you know, for a vi- for a music video as opposed to on film by Steven Spielberg and Christopher Columbus and by professionals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, that's just so like that's something like as a eight-year-old kids you don't pick up on but as a 45 year old man you're just like oh look at that it just things are looking different it's the same exact shot it's the same exact people it's just shot with a different camera different film stock different whatever no i'm with you on that because to bring it around to a topic i know you love back when i used to watch like the uh the the doctor who's in like the 70s like they were filming it on film at times and then like anything in the studio was shot on videotape and like even as a kid watch i'm like there's i didn't know what it was but it would be like oh this looks so cool now and then it looks so like like uh makeshift it looks so like fake and you're like okay it's all the stuff shot on videotape and then to save money they just shot like more and more on videotape and there's very few like whole episodes on film because they couldn't do video on on scene in the studio, yes. And it was like, and you'd go back and forth. And I'd be like, wow. Just, and then like later on when they try to restore it, you can, you can, uh, you could high def the, the film. So you'd be getting these uh, series like in Blu-ray where they do the film, but then the video was still like whatever, you know, like it wasn't 780, you know what I mean? So it was bizarre to see. So I totally get like it going back and forth. Ugh. Uh, but again, it was it was a pleasant surprise. Um, my kid enjoyed the movie. Um, you know, he's always very apprehensive because it was playing at the FM Kirby Center, mm-hmm. and we were we wanted to go and take him to see it on the big screen and everything. And he was like, "Dragging his ass, dragging his ass." So my wife is just like, "Fuck it, I'm, we're we, like we're home. If we're not going to the movie to watch it, we're gonna watch it here tonight." And he's like, "All right, fine." And he loved it. He was cracking himself up. He loved it. He thought it was cool. Right, and now he'll never have that experience on the big screen. That's okay, you know. Uh, it's it's his. You know, we we give him enough opportunities to make to have these cool experiences, mm-hmm. and it's up to him. You know, uh, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. I can't force him to do it. But if you he's can't. in my house, I'm like, we're gonna fucking watch this movie. You know, sit down there, and watch the movie. There you go. And I'm not gonna dwell on it too much, but. Uh, I don't care what your thing of Eddie Munson is. Eddie Munson is the goddamn coolest in season four of uh, Stranger Things. No, listen, even if he I is too cute, even if he is too cute for you, he he has he has he has very soft, lovable doe eyes. Like, but I, I know you've seen this part where he's selling the drugs at the picnic table. Yeah, to the girl, I absolutely fell in love with the character right there. Because I thought he was going to be, like, they were going to go, like, you know, like, when you talk about 80s movies, he was going to be the straight-up metal guy who's just, you know, like, everything you've seen in the in the metal movies. They don't give him a lot of, uh, you know, soft edges, like you said. And then he turned out to be, like, a lot of guys I knew in high school, you mm-hmm. know? He, remi- he totally reminds me of a guy I knew who we called Creature. That was his nickname. Um, and other than Creature, 
was a little dumber. He was pretty much that character. Did he have beautiful, soft doe eyes? Uh, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. And long, flowing locks like Eddie did. So Yeah. But Which not a wig. Totally real. Not a wig like the pizza man, right? No, no. And I don't know where you are yet because there is one wig that I want to talk about. But Okay. Uh, I'm just, I end episode four. I have like right. five minutes, five minutes less left of actual running time. Oh, and see, and again, I, I know that you're always like, uh, oh, Joe just watches things to no, I don't want to hate watch anything. Believe me. I'm, I, I, I have so little time to watch things for my own, whatever. That's not for this podcast or for at odds or for some other thing. It's just like something that I can just like sit back, relax and watch so little time to do that. I'm not going to purposely go out of my way and hate something, but I'm going to notice things. I'm going to remark on no. things. See, um, I don't think you go out of your way to hate watch. No. I think you go out of your way to hate things that you love watching. No, no, oh, no, Oh, no. yes. Like this thing here in this multi-million dollar movie, this little CGI effect is a bit sketchy. <laughs> I'm like, oh my but God. It's- it's not that I, so it's not like I'm like oh I can't wait to see the shitty CGI in this right no but when there's a piece of shitty CGI in something where 95% of the movie is like beautiful and I'm buying into your nonsense and whatever it is and then just like you could have took a little bit more time on just this this like this scene right here that sticks out like a sore thumb and maybe we've already talked about it or maybe we're going to talk about it on the main show. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. And it's just like, oh, like I I wish I didn't have that. It's, I, I hate to say that it's a hypervigilance. Yes. But, when it, but it's when something is so noticeably out of place. I can't help but be like, oh, I'll ignore that. The, the special effects guy was probably sleepy that day. So that's why it looks shitty. I'll be just like, oh, that was a weird choice, you know? See, I, like, I'll see it, and I'll be like, oh, there's nothing there. And then, like, I'm like, maybe I can kind of see it now that Joe mentioned it. But I'm just going to agree with him so we can move on. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what, well, yeah. I, yeah, listen, this is why we have these conversations. But, um, so then, uh, the, the, so we, we see him, they talk about him in the first couple episodes, but we see him in episode four, uh, Victor Creel. Okay. Uh, he's the guy that they said, like, oh, he killed his family and everything else like that. But oh, then, yeah. Okay, the, the whole rib is, like, no, no, he didn't, but nobody believes him. And maybe uh, he's the one that first saw this Vecna or whatever, right? Right, right. And then they go to see him, and I'm like, ooh, we're getting, like, a real Hannibal Lecter vibe as they're taking him down to the thing, oh, you know? And they're getting all the... Sorry, they stole totally stole, like, lines from... Uh, oh, Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, they stole that from Silence of the Lambs. I'm like, ooh, I get Silence of the Lambs vibes. I'm like, I'm, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm with it. And then I hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And just hearing his voice, I marked out. Because I'm like, oh, I know who that is, and I didn't have this spoiled on me. Holy shit, you know? Yep. Uh, so that was an awesome moment. Uh, the special effects on him are awesome. Yeah, I'm not sure what was sticking out of his eye, though. Uh-huh. It looked but, like, like they, I don't know, Lynn. What, whatever it is. They do like a lot of like lingering close-ups of <laughs> yep. him in the dark, but his face like completely well lit, you know? No, I got you. So like if there's a flaw in those effects, you're gonna see him. And like 
I'm not seeing no flaws. I'm like, that looks cool as hell, you know? Okay, and this won't be a spoiler, but at some point you do see Vecna. Have you seen Vecna yet? Yeah, yeah, we saw, but we see him a bunch of times. Okay, Joe, it's been a while. I finished all nine episodes. Oh, I don't okay. Know, I don't know, and this is why we I don't do like like when they drop a bunch in a row because yeah, I yeah. don't know where we're at. I didn't know if you had seen Vecna because Vecna is all uh, what's the it's uh, it's all standard effects. It's all practical like effects. Practical effects, except for any tendrils. You know what I mean? Like he has like, I don't know if you've seen those, like, but he has like tendrils that'll go out and wrap around things. They're like, the tendrils are completely CGI, but the the whole suit is practical. And I was like, that looks awesome. Now, and again, being a horror guy, being an effects guy, being a whatever, uh, like there's bits where he's there and then he'll do a thing where he makes his hand, like the fingers on his hands grow bigger. Mm-hmm. or he'll use his finger to, like, summon the tendrils to grab people or whatever. Right. And, like, obviously they're CGIing his hand and his finger to make the finger grow and summon the whatevers. Um, but the practical effects, and again, I could nitpick on, like, the close-up shots of him, and I'm like, okay, I could see it's a guy in makeup, and that's awesome that I could see that it's a guy in makeup. And I think right before... Uh, the the season came out. They just kind of put out an out of context, um, like stop, not stop motion, but like fast motion th- thing of them doing the full body um, practical effect for that guy, like putting him in the suit, binding right. all the things, painting all the things. And like that's what he had to go through every day, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Time lapse, time lapse. I got so, yes. So I'm just like, oh well, like I saw that, no context. It was before I watched any of the episodes. It was, I think, even before the first episode dropped. And I'm like, oh, that's probably just, like, a random thing that's in there, right? Right. Um, not knowing that, okay, that's going to be the main thing that's in there. But it's still really cool. I'm a sucker for practical effects. And I don't need, it's not that I don't, it's not that I don't like CGI. I like CGI as, like, a modifier or enhancer for practical effects. I'm but when you. everything is, when everything is CGI, eh. Nothing CGI. <laughs> But, e- but so even still, like in this episode that I'm watching, Max is in there and she's kind of in that er- area the longest, like the upside down or whatever it is where Vecna is, right? Mm-hmm. And there's bits where she's walking around on like things that look like little skulls and they pop and like bugs and shit crawl out of them and stuff. But because the way that everything is lit in that like weird reddish, blackish, whatever, it works. Because it's all CGI, it doesn't look shitty. Right. Now, what was your take on when Vecna was breaking the bones of the kids? I like love it. Ch- I, I'm going to say, because that's one of them that you kind of have to do CGI on. I think you could do practical with it. Uh, but like when the jaw, like the, when the girl, like when her jaw moved and her eyes went back in her head and all her bones were snapping, I was like, man, I don't remember Stranger Things being this like, you know what I mean? Like it was dark and it would get creepy but that kind of took me like back when they did the, the first thing with the cheerleader and i was like but i'm digging it because it's not too nasty to make me run from the room as i would but uh, right and anytime that i watch something that has any sort of like horror or violence or graphic whatever element to it and i know it's something that you watch or watched mm-hmm. um i'm like well, how's todd dealing with this you know yeah, I'm glad you worry about me. But I actually enjoyed that. Like, I I had to look away a few times, but I was like, okay, this is actually 
a, a well done, you know, effect. So yeah, yeah. And when like, the writers always possible, but well, of course, come on. All right, I think that's enough for this, huh? Sure, I think that's enough time to figure out if the poll's done or not. But okay. Oh, that's not what I was killing time for because by the time that we got to it on the main show anyway, it would have been over anyway. <laughs> right, right. Because I said it to end for nine, you know. No, I know. All right. So, hey, thanks, everyone. It's an extra long uh, After Dark. You know, it's our special 400th episode. So I hope it was a lot of content that you enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, patreon.com uh, slash longboxheroes. Uh, maybe you're a $5 a month person. That means you got this before the main show. And you get to listen to things in the correct listening order. And I don't mention it a bunch here on the on After Dark. But you can also help us out over at longboxheroes.com. Clicking on the Amazon banner, it's Prime Day, maybe, if you're still listening to this, maybe not. Um, make any and all of your purchases through the uh, Amazon click-through. Uh, they, Amazon, call it an advertising fee. I call it the thing that makes Todd happy uh, at the end of the month when he gets his cut of the fucking money. Yeah. Uh, some of the notable purchases through the Amazon click-through this week uh, include vibrating butt plug silicone rechargeable <laughs> anal vibrator with remote control six vibration modes waterproof anal sex toy for men women and couples mm. how does a couple share it uh, I did, you know what i could look at the picture to see if it's like two ends you know <laughs> right um but typically when i pull up something like that on my work computer even though i work from home i real quick get off it you know <laughs> right just, right just in case well, you really have you really need to get off the butt plug quick i get it right so uh thanks to anyone everyone who makes any and all the purchases through the amazon click through whether it be this week next week last week last month or last whenever um yeah and i think uh, there's no better way to close out the episode cuz you ain't topping that or bottoming that i don't know the uh, vernacular <laughs> Bye, everyone. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.